morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, everybody. Today is Sunday, November 7th. Um, We're starting this episode out on a little bit of a somber note. We just wanted to um, just really give our thoughts and our prayers because, as you guys know, a tragedy struck at the Astro World Festival a couple of nights ago. It was opening night, and it led to eight people losing their lives and hundreds of other festival participants were injured. We really don't want to hypothesize about what has occurred, as there's a lot of rumors floating around at the time of this recording, and nothing has been officially confirmed. But the most important thing is that we want to send our deepest and sincerest condolences to the loved ones of those affected by this unimaginable tragedy. We are keeping them in our thoughts and sending love to everyone impacted. Absolutely. Stuff like this, tragedies at concerts, it's just really, there's, it's, it's so hard to know what to say. It, it is just, it, it's really, I think uh, the way you put it, Jail, an unimaginable tragedy. I just, um, I will be keeping the victims and their loved ones in my thoughts uh, indefinitely. It is, it is really for it sure. is a sad day. For sure. And it's it's always tough to to transition after things like this. But we do have some updates for you guys as we head into the new week. And we'll start in the realm of entertainment. Entertainment. A new Stranger Things teaser has dropped. On the heels of the announcement earlier this week that Stranger Things themed pop-up shops would be opening in New York and Los Angeles, Netflix dropped a new teaser for the upcoming season. It's titled Dear Mike, and we see that Eleven is adjusting to her new life in California with the Byers family. As she narrates the teaser and writes a letter to Mike, she claims everything is great, but we see that her new life is anything but. As she writes that she can't wait to see Mike on spring break, the music turns ominous, and in true Stranger Things fashion, chaos begins to ensue. Netflix also finally released a window with season four scheduled to drop summer 2022. So we know Stranger Things will be back in the summer. That's a great way to kick summer off. I just want to plug a song. I mean, I've been, I'm late to this, I guess, but Silk Sonic, which is the super group, super duo formed by Bruno Mars and Anderson Pock. Um, they dropped a new song on Friday that is so red hot and they have that track from earlier this year that I like, but it didn't really like blow me away necessarily. Um, but they put out this song on Friday called Smoking Out the Window. Uh, and Friday, November 5th is a week before the album's release date because it's supposed to come out on November 12th, this coming Friday. And I think just Anderson Pac and Bruno Mars both have voices that are so well suited to this genre of like laid back, smooth R&B. And this most recent entry from the super duo, I personally think is the best song yet of I think they have three out so far. Um, it got me really excited for the album release. I'm a longtime fan of Anderson Pac and it's interesting to hear his like silky voice on this sort of poppier, smoother R&B style as opposed to some of the more hip hop driven stuff we've seen from him in the past. Also, the music video is really sick. There's a moment in it when Anderson Pac says not to be dramatic and then like drops dead to the ground. It's hilarious. Um, I had a lot of fun with the music video and this song. I just have been sleeping on Silk Sonic and it's funny to say I'm sleeping on a, a, a super duo of like two of the biggest pop stars in the world. but. I really like this track and I'm I'm excited for Friday. For sure. I'm excited too. You know, we're both looking forward to the album. It's been anticipated for a long time. Everybody's like, when is the album coming out? When's the album coming out? And now we finally have a date. And hopefully totally. next year with things coming calming down in terms of COVID, we can maybe have some some set dates. Totally. I feel like also with like a super group or a super duo where like already successful people team up, it can really go either way and end up not being that good. So I've been pretty pleased to see that they've uh, 
putting out some good music. Right. And it's kind of unexpected because like who Bruno was kind of off the radar for a long time specifically. So it's like to, to come back like this. Totally. And with that, we will transition over into sports. Sports. We have an NBA Sunday preview for you guys. It's Cavs versus Knicks. Um, if the NBA on ABC was happening right now, this would probably be one of the matchups, maybe the 3 p.m. But the game is scheduled to tip off at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I think that we have a potential play-in slash playoff preview tonight because the Cavs and the Knicks, especially the Cavs, have been two of the NBA's biggest surprises so far. You know, the Knicks, you can't really say that it's a surprise because they're just continuing their success from last year. But there's always questions when a team really thrives if they can, you know, back it up the following season. But the Cavs have definitely been a real surprise. They're currently sitting at the seventh seed in the Eastern Conference, having beaten the Toronto Raptors two nights ago. The Knicks are the fifth seed, having beaten the Bucks two nights ago as well. And the NBA may want to consider throwing more Knicks and Cavs games on national television this year because they've been performing pretty good. Right, Charlie? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that the Knicks, as soon as the Knicks are good at all, as you said, they start putting those games on national TV and stuff just because people love the Knicks. But the Cavs, I feel like, is a bit of a quiet story this year already that they are just overperforming. I mean, I think I talked to you about this already, but that marketing poster over Jokic like early in the season was such a uh, a signifier of things to come. But also a fun thing about this is that I'm a pretty diehard Knicks fan. Jail's a pretty diehard Cavs fan. So that's that's why we had to plug it, because we'll be um, we'll be texting during the game, I imagine, as it's uh, a fun match, but a fun matchup just like Last year, nobody would care to watch a Knicks-Cavs game or like, I guess, two years ago, especially. But um, this year, this is like one of a game that I'm excited to watch. Um, with that, we can hop over into the world of fashion. fashion. I just want to plug a story that we have on the site that I really appreciated editing. Um, the story is called An Intro to Gorpcore. And if you're not familiar with Gorpcore, uh, so Gorpcore is a term coined by The Cut in 2017 to refer to a growing trend in fashion which was integrating aspects of hiking and outdoor culture into mainstream streetwear and fashion. The term GORP in it comes from the acronym Good Old Raisins and Peanuts, which is used in like U.S. hiking and outdoor culture a lot to refer to the granola that people take with them. Um, but the cut then used it to kind of tongue in cheek, be like this new style where people are wearing Patagonia and Arcteryx and the North Face is GORP core. Um, one of the most iconic images from the growing trend was in 2018, there's this picture of Frank Ocean uh, front row at this Louis Vuitton show and he's wearing like a bright orange puffer jacket and an Arcteryx beanie and that sort of became the blueprint for Gorpcore a little bit. Um, if you want to learn more about the trend and some of the key pieces we did this great article it's essentially just like a guide explaining Gorpcore goes over its history and then a bunch of the main pieces um, whether it's brands or specific pieces like uh, puffer jackets, cargo pants, beanies, hiking boots, trail runners. Um, I personally, a lot of what I wear is sort of Gorpcore inspired. I wear a lot of trail runners and shells and things like that, but so it's fun to, uh, this piece was by one of our new writers, Max Peck, who's a great fashion writer, and it was uh, a cool piece. I feel like I knew about Gorpcore, but getting to see it all written out right there was helpful even for me. And that is it for today's episode. For more details on these stories and more, head over to 137pm.com or follow us on our social platforms. You know we'll be back tomorrow. And as always, remember, stay curious. 